Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to another Happy Pod, the only podcast in the world. My name is Nathan. I am your main co-host. I guess I'm joined as always by my secondary co-host. His name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Hello. Hello, Nathan. Nobody cares because, Lawrence, you have to tell us what this silly little show is all about. You're absolutely right, Nathan. This is the show where each week we get together to discuss something in the realm of pop culture. It could be a movie, it could be a TV show, it could be a video game. But Nathan, the main thing is that we do so without any of the toxic discourse, which seems to be oh so prevalent these days. How's that for an intro for you? It's You, you know what? It's the best one you've ever done. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. I, I came up with it myself. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, Lawrence, <laughs> how are things going for you? Things are going well. I'm, uh, I'm well, they're, no, they're going, they're going well. I'm, I'm both... A bit more tired and a bit more hungry than normal uh, because I've been attempting to lose some weight. But other than that, I'm in, I'm in high spirits. Ask me next week. It will not be the same case. I probably won't ask you next week. because <laughs> I'm not going to become a, like an insufferable person about it. I'm not going to be. I, at one point, are. my recommendation this week was going to be like, you guys should have an apple. But I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> be that guy. <laughs> oh, I swear, if your recommendation is anything even remotely linked to this shit, then I'm cutting you off. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to mute your mic. I'm going to kick you from this Zoom call, okay? That is fair. I, I would only have myself to blame. But how yes. are you? How the devil art thou? Uh, that about sums it up, I reckon. Oh, nice. No, just, just a perpetual state of unsureness. Just a general... Um... When you say, uh, is it a state of you don't know how you're feeling or you feel like, uh, what kind of, uh, is it? Do we, do we need to talk about this on the podcast? Yeah, I want to I wanna know, the, uh, I wanna know <laughs> what kind of, uh, you're feeling right now. I don't know if you it do. could be. It could be the. It could be. It could be. Oh. Okay. Well, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> there was. There was no possibility of it being that. I'm not just gonna come on this podcast and go. I'm really horny, Lawrence. If I'm being honest <laughs> with you, that's fair enough. Well, I just. I wanted to give you the open platform to say if you were. You know that that left a lot of questions, and I just wanted to get a little bit deeper into how you are today. I don't need an open platform to say I'm horny. Okay. <laughs> I, I'd rather not have that, if I'm being honest. Lawrence, this conversation is making me feel very uncomfortable, so I think we should move on. All right, I think, I think you might be right. I have also realised I don't need so many clean recordings of me making that noise uh, on the internet. Congratulations for sullying the tone of this podcast. We have ads on here, Lawrence. What are our sponsors going to think? <laughs> we, we, I've watched a, I watched a YouTube video recently where it was like they were sponsored by a company that do sex toys, and they were talking about... <laughs> talking about... What are you watching? <laughs> no, but this is my point. I was just watching a normal thing. I was watching someone give their opinions on the movie Oppenheimer. And then all of a sudden... Of course, of course you are. That, no, that <laughs> makes total sense. There is nothing what? hornier 
than incel film bros, okay? That makes complete sense to me. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. All right, we get it, all right? Sure. He's good in it. He's yeah, good in it. Yeah, I know. Like... We've seen it. Shut up about it. <laughs> That's. I should stop talking about movies on this podcast. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, in the spirit of that, let's talk about today's movie. Uh, Nathan, your suggestion. I feel like you suggested this way earlier. I, I feel like I didn't ever suggest You this. have. I know you've told me to watch this movie before. Like, I'm talking a couple of years ago. I've literally never told you to watch this movie in my life. You are wrong, because I remember it being so. All right, tell me when. I can, obviously, I can't pull up a date, can I? <laughs> I didn't mark it in my calendar as the influential day of my life. Your story seems inconsistent, Lawrence. And le- right, that's fine. I don't have to provide evidence. I know you suggested this, and I know that you suggested it this week uh, to do on the pod. I know I suggested it this week, yes, but I also know that I've never suggested it prior to that. I know that to be incorrect, but that's well, fine. I know move along. yours to be incorrect. So <laughs> How do we get through seems, this? How do we get past seems this? We've reached an impasse, Lawrence. <laughs> it appears we have. And I refuse to proceed until we've cleared <laughs> this up. Well, I can't provide a date. I know one way to get you to move on, and that's to tell you that, Nathan, I'm going to use this platform to talk about how horny I am unless you do. Fine. Fine by me. No. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, Let's move you. on, yeah, please. There we go. There it is. <laughs> <clears throat> um... Yeah, well, uh, so I was genuinely gobsmacked, and then I watched it, and then I was less so gobsmacked. But on the edge of it, I was when very... When were you gobsmacked, and by what was you gobsmacked? I don't know. Let me finish my sentence, and I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. When you suggested a Thomas Cruise movie, as we know, you famously cannot stand the man, nor... Not all of his movies, but at least some recent movies that he's been in, you find frustrating. I, I Well, I must say, I haven't seen his most recent movie if that is his most recent movie mission impossible um, probably is yeah uh, i haven't seen that i cannot say how insufferable he is in that movie but <laughs> okay. i'd imagine quite a lot um yeah top gun was just that that killed me that was in <laughs> the the amount the levels of insufferableness were just off the charts in that movie it was Oh, it genuinely one of the worst movies I've ever seen because of it. A horrible experience from if, start if to you, finish. If you're new here, so that my opinion isn't sullied along with Nathan's, I completely disagree, but it's fine. We will move along. I just I just need to say that I don't agree on any point about I, I, that. I refuse to apologize for who I am. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Listen, it'd be a very boring podcast if we just fucking loved everything that each other loved it'd be very dull why is this acceptable tom cruise i enjoy this movie because first of all it's not tom cruise propaganda uh and second of all it kind of like at least at the beginning anyway it's like tom cruise is a fraud which is how i personally see him he's like a, <laughs> a con man and a liar and he's like he's presenting himself as this great guy to who like you know he's 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 a major in the army. He's he's getting stuff done. He's like we're winning this war, boys. It's all we're all doing great. I personally am on the front line. I'm doing. I'm a hell of a fighter. We're all doing good. We're all having a great time. No need mm. to worry. Um, where in real life he's actually just a coward and he doesn't want to fight and he's a little snivelly bitch. And that's personally how I see him. So like I I think it 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 was good real life Tom Cruise representation for me so okay fair so, enough well at least at the beginning anyway then it, it does get a little bit off the rails with towards the end it does get a little bit i'm the greatest man in the world again but you know for the yeah. most part it was it was pretty okay so i will say it is like because i i mm. like i like the mission impossible movies i like um uh tom cruise in them i think yeah everyone has the opinion of tom cruise like, not- and you also love scientology no, yeah. no, not accurate. Yeah. Uh, look, outside of movies, I think a lot of people do let Tom Cruise get away with a lot of things because he's like, people call him like, you know, the, the last movie star that wants to do things for real and in camera and do his own stunts. And he does do a lot of impressive things in the industry. As a person in general, he's not a great guy. Uh, and a lot of claims made against him presumably have some weight and if they're all true then that's not good stuff and he also was like i mean there's some stuff that he's just straight up said himself uh, yeah which, there is uh, also stuff that is just not a claim and not he's not great. cool for it yeah and he was like scabbing recently wasn't he like i know that the strikes have ended now um but he was Ooh. like trying to push for the fact that they should be able to market the movies and like that's not the point of the strike <laughs> the strike is so that the studios do take a hit mm. um 
but yeah, no, like to the to your point, it was it was it was quite in, enjoyable and also really refreshing to see him play a character that is just a smarmy prick, like yeah. just a kind of like you say, like a coward and just a liar. And it's it's funny in that scene where he's speaking to the general uh, Brendan Gleeson's character and just and is like, yeah, I I kind of don't want to do that. And <laughs> he's kind of like outwardly kind of forced to admit that he is a coward and he's just still can't do that. But it's like, might blackmail this guy. It's nice to see him just Brendan Gleeson having none of it and him just being like, I have nothing to lean on here. No, like whatever. Do you, did you ever wonder like what is what is Brendan Gleeson's beef with this man? Like why is he like? <laughs> I'm going to put you on the front line, personally. And, like, you're going to... Like, I, I know what your actual job is, but I'm going to say fuck that, and you're going to be my little soldier now. Like, and also, I'm going to say you're a dessert and make your life live in hell for some reason as well. <laughs> I, th- I think that was a special bit of flair because he tried to blackmail him. Um, yeah, probably. And just to be like, shut the fuck up, man. I can put you down in a second. But I think <laughs> the initial beef probably, like, is probably what you experience, where there's just something in the back of his mind that is irritated by this bl- yeah, <laughs> this bloke. Yeah, and his and his uh, have did you I I can't remember who made me aware of this. It might have been <clears throat> um, Mr. Sunday himself. Tom Cruise has got like a weird middle tooth. Uh, I don't know about this, so it wasn't me. Okay, I'd <laughs> I'd say you'd never be able to unsee it, but I know how much you actively avoid Tom Cruise media in general, so you probably yeah. won't see it. But he has a middle tooth where most people have two front teeth. He's just got a tooth that's like right in the middle of his face. I do remember being distracted by his teeth in the opening of the movie because they were just like whiter than white and like <laughs> they were just like Hollywood teeth like straight away. And I was like, this is distracting. <laughs> this is blinding. Yeah. That's that. that and this, all, this is all why Brendan Gleeson hates him. Um, but before we move too far into the movie, Nathan, I wanted to give you a platform, not this time to address how horny you are, but instead... Um, there is this movie opens with a helicopter shot flying over London, so I'd imagine. Any, anything to say here? No, it was all fine, all checked out. Okay, fair. Yeah, it was it was London as it was in twenty thirteen slash fourteen. So okay, well that's all right then. You did? Yeah. Did you pause it to check? No, I was like, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. You had a once over, and you were like, that does it. That's there fine. was that's nothing that immediately. I only I only get angry if there's something that immediately sticks out to me. Okay. Okay. Like a fake building in Skyfall. Okay. Not Skyfall. Whatever the last one was uh, called. No Time to Die. No Time for James Bond to Die at the end of this movie. I said there is. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I, I, I like that he's on the back foot. I do like their beef. Uh, and I like how I like how quickly it moves. Which is sounds weird to say for a movie that retreads a lot of old ground by nature of like what it is. That being a Groundhog Day movie. Um, what, I, I, before we get too far into it as well, what are, you, what are your overall thoughts in general like? I presume you like the movie. Yeah. Groundhog Day movies. I haven't seen many. But the one that always stands out to me is Palm Springs, which we I think we covered fucking years ago, a, a while ago at least. But um, yeah, Palm Springs, I like the nature of how it does the Groundhog Day because it brings up like points <clears throat> on like the point of living and loving and nihilism and, and how people can deal with that when they think that life means nothing, but sometimes the beauty in life can be in the mundane and living each day as it is, is like a metaphor for a lot of how people a lot of the time live their lives when they're in a routine. Um, I, I like that kind of side of it. I do think that's missing from this movie, but the movie wasn't trying to do it. If that makes sense. (laughs) No, it wasn't. No, but like, I, it's a very different movie from Palm Springs. (laughs) I, I know, it, but like you, it, it's using the Groundhog Day trope, and I always think that's the most interesting type of trope to use when you're talking about life in general, rather than yeah. putting it in like a. I, I do like how they kind of put it over into a military um, setting and how that can be used in for like tactics. And he's like, yeah, spin here, duck there, turn there, because he's he, presumably he's lived the day thirty times and been killed by all these people before. It's basically so- like a video game. Like yeah, yeah, you're you're playing a video game. You die over and over again. So like you're going through the beginning of it, and you're like, I know this like the back of my hand. Like I can just, <laughs> yeah, I can spin, dodge, attack, defend, whatever. It's it's yeah. just basically like that. Like the more you play it, and the more you die, the better it you get. Really, I do I do like that. I like how they do kind of switch it up for that. Um, in in that instance, yeah, because you <laughs> you just know. I, I'm I'm the same when I play video games. Like, if I don't take that guy out, last time he fucking alerted all of his mates, so he's now top one on the agenda. Mm. Um, but yeah, what, I, well, I, I want to know. Um, yes, because you hadn't seen this movie, and you also 
didn't put a clip in in the previous episode because you wanted to go into this blind. So, mm. well, what did you know of this movie, and what was like? Was any of it a shock to you, or how was your reaction to it? It's weird because I didn't know what the movie was about. I know, I've seen the poster, so I knew that it starred Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, and I know that there was mechanical suits. I didn't know if that was attached to the military. I didn't know if that's set in the future or the Did past. Did you know the some... name changed of the movie? I didn't know the name changed. I knew it was Edge of Tomorrow, and I knew that they had a slogan that said "Live, Die, Repeat." No, see, because it was called Edge of Tomorrow, and then it came out on Blu-ray, and they called it "Live, Die, Repeat." It's not. There was a subtitle, Live, I Repeat. That was the, the name of the movie. Re- Why? I don't know. That's a terrible... They're both bad names, in fairness. To be fair, it's based on a comic called All You Need Is Kill, which is... <laughs> it's also equally bad. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. All You Need Is Kill is... That's not a name. That's a... I mean, it is a name. It is. By de- by, but, like, I don't know. There's nothing to that. All You Need Is Kill. It doesn't even make sense. Sorry, it's not after some. Oh, right, right. You do this when I when I just make a valid point about. Oh, a movie how is that, that you valid? Enjoy. How is it that is a... name bad? I don't like it. I raise you. You made the exact same point when we talked about Glass Onion and Knives Out. Mystery. No, no, I made the point because of the um the title, the subtitle, the a Knives yeah. Out Mystery, which I I think that's a valid point because I explained why it's dumb. And why it's just buying into IP and capitalism. But also, do not think that, like, Edge of Tomorrow is just, like... Right, it doesn't have to have, like, a a reason it's bad. It can just be a bland, forgettable... You know... And all you need is kill is bland and forgettable? I think that's metal as fuck. It takes one of the most popular songs of all time, and then it's, like, a song that's all about love and, and fucking... And acceptance and, and cherishing each other and that kind of stuff and flipping it yeah. on its head to be about the complete opposite of that. I think that's quite cool. Look, if you think it's cool, then that's cool. But to me, it sounds like one of them, you know, you know, when you go around in The Last of Us and you see a movie poster for a movie that never came out or in the beginning of Tropic Thunder where there's trailers for terrible movies. It feels like the titles of those movies. All you need is kill, live, die, repeat. You're so tomorrow. cynical. You're so... You are just the... Does it not sound boring? Edge of Tomorrow is boring. Edge of Tomorrow is boring, yeah. I'll agree with you on that. And Live, Die, Repeat is a little basic, but I get it. But Mm. all you need is kill, I think is great. We will have to disagree. Sure. (laughs) It it does... I didn't know much going into it. I, I knew that from seeing I, I thought it was a subtitle. Obviously, it's a, it's not. It was an alternate title or just title that they used at some point. Um, so well, hang on. So what is this called? Is it called Live, don't Die, worry, Repeat? Get, you were spending, don't worry. It doesn't matter. Stop focusing on the names. Tell me what you thought of the fucking movie. No, I, you asked me what I thought going into it. <laughs> yeah, if I, knew I don't anything need about a it. 10 minute breakdown of the names. All right. Just move on. <laughs> right, I didn't I didn't know much going into it. I knew that people would live and die and then repeat, but I didn't know Okay, so you knew it was like, a Groundhog Day movie? I knew it was a Groundhog Day movie, yeah. Okay. But I didn't know there was like aliens. I knew there was a war situation because of the mech suits, obviously, but I didn't know there was an alien invasion. I didn't know any of that kind of setting for it. Okay. Um but yeah, no, I'll, I I like it. I think it's a good movie. I I do <laughs> I've got a note as I like Emily Blunt's entrance. Um, I like the way they introduce the Groundhog Day because Emily Blunt is like, she's kicking ass. She's being cool. She even like stands kind of like it's 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 a flag short of her waving the flag of resistance on 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 a like a cliff top type of thing. Mm. Um, and explosions in the background, and then she's just like speared to fuck and dies. And Tom Cruise is like, oh shit. And I like how from that moment on the pace just fucking is kind of just rocketed till the end. It's it's. It's a good movie. It's 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 it moves quickly. It does some genuinely kind of interesting things with the groundhog stuff. I, I like it. As it went on, I liked it more. I thought it was a little bit. I got more into it as we went on. Okay. Well, what what about it opened up to you? What was it that made you enjoy it more? I think like once you start. And what was it that you was not enjoying? It, Tom Cruise playing this unlikable guy. I I think it's refreshing, but like I didn't care about him. So oh, you, he, like, you, you always want him to be the greatest man in the world. <laughs> no, but like, if I'm following a protagonist and, and like the, the crux is that I want him to survive to complete a mission or something, then like watching, if watching this irritating asshole die is more entertaining than watching him succeed, mm. then 
like i don't know you you want to follow him for a bit um and like actually hope he succeeds in what he's doing and i think like as it goes on and the groundhog day kind of premise opens up um it, it makes for these fun sequences where like he can go into a room and say what everyone's about to say before they say it and that's always a fun bit of comedy um and i also like that there's as the film goes on there's moments where like you realize that you're kind of on the back foot because we can't watch Tom Cruise do these days 30 times. So we're like, at times we're left wondering, what does he know that we as an audience don't know? And that's interesting. And that kind of comes up in a big way later on with a scene in the barn with Emily Blunt and how we, we, we assume that we're there for the first time, but we're not. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> you, always, you always call me out on a spoiler. We're talking about the movie. We always spoil these fucking movies. Interesting. But that's that's what I liked as it kind of went along. It wasn't that it like <clears throat> started badly for me. I just I warmed to it as it went on because it became a bit more fun. I think. Well, speaking of Emily Blunt, what did you think of the cast in this movie? We've got obviously the worst man in the world, Tom Cruise. We've got mm-hmm. Emily Blunt, who is kind of okay. We've got um, Bill Pullman, maybe or Bill Paxton. I think it's Bill Paxton as the army uh, guy. Oh. The, the the guy that always like takes him to the squad. Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you know what? That gets in that's the that's something I hate about Groundhog Day movies. The repeated dialogue. Cause he <laughs> just gets so whenever he's just doing that speech about like, you know, like fucking you will make you into something, but I've heard this a thousand times, mate. It's just <laughs> yeah. like I don't know how Tom Cruise goes through it all, goes on a big walk with him time after time and doesn't just want to shoot himself in the face, man. Because, not me. Anyway, um, yeah, cast. What did you think? Yeah, I liked him. I think it was like... You got Brendan Gleeson. You love Brendan Gleeson. He's in that movie you love. What what, what movie? Oh, Banshees, yeah. The one that's probably boring. (laughs) Oh, you annoy me so much. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it, so I can't say for certain, but it's probably boring. Yeah, fine. Good. I'm glad that is your... Fuck off. All right. Well, Look, saying, yeah, no, I, I, I said probably, okay? you. I don't think you can base that on any merit. I mean, I can. What? What like, merit? You, you, can, you can see a trailer for a movie and go, no, it doesn't look, that doesn't look like it. That, uh, that doesn't look like it to me. It looks boring. I saw the new Ghostbusters trailer and I was like, fuck, that looks awful. That looks so boring. I don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I think you can say it's not for you. I don't think you can say it's boring. I think you can. I don't think so. You can Why say, not? You can say it looks boring. You said it's probably boring. I know yeah, I'm splitting hairs over semantics here, but that, that is, is not the same is, thing. That is splitting hairs to a big degree, okay? Fine. <laughs> All right, fine, but I also think you say it to fucking annoy me. Oh, I definitely do, yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Look, yes, I enjoy Brendan Gleeson. He's very good. Uh, Bill Paxton is fun. I like the... What else did I, I don't... watch Brendan Gleeson in recently? I watched him in something recently, and he was I good in no that. Idea. I can't remember. What have you seen recently? Um, nothing with Brendan Gleeson, did it? <laughs> so. Um, I like the the ragtag bunch of weirdos. I don't I like I don't know any of their actors' who? names apart from one guy who is the one the guy that gets his 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 ass out and fights naked for some reason. Who's he? He's he's in that Ricky Gervais show. After what's it called? After Afterlife. He's in that. He's in he's in other stuff as well. I, I, I don't know what he's in a lot of like British comedies. You um, famously love Ricky Gervais, don't you? I don't love Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Do you want me to talk about this movie at all? Or would you love to just keep interrupting me to say nothing? I'm having fun, Lawrence. I can tell. There's Australian soldier. There's Mm -hmm. girl soldier. There's (laughs) guy who was on Legends of Tomorrow soldier. The the gang is all here, Lawrence. You love this gang, is that what you're saying? I I just like a group of weirdos. And I like how they're not... They're all kind of of different nations it does emphasize the point that it's like this is a this is a war for the human race as opposed to a war for any particular kind of country yes because um, it is the uh the the udf the united defense force i believe is this a heathrow airport yeah yeah i thought i saw that yeah, yeah. yeah i did like i did twenty seven thousand times when tom cruise was waking up um do you like the little alien design yeah yeah what I what i don't know it's the way you phrase things makes me laugh sometimes because <laughs> like when you say the little alien i don't know i just imagine like just a little guy just like a little <laughs> you know like a little uh lgm from toy story or something. 
<laughs> a little Martian thing. Yeah. I should say I've had a few whiskeys. Um uh no, I do. I like it. It's it's like uh it, it reminds me of like like the symbiote from Spider-Man, like Venom. Yeah. It's very like you know, <laughs> I don't know how to describe <laughs> it other than that. It's just like it's very like gooey and like yeah. quick and it'll like it'll get you. You'll watch out, it'll spin around and it'll just like I wouldn't want to fight. I'm gonna have fucking it's it's a miracle that the entire human race was not wiped out in a day, to be honest with you. Seeing yeah. like seeing how these guys fight and stuff. They've I mean they've got their little mech suits and the bullets obviously do seem to fucking rattle them a bit, but it is very Did they always have their mech suits though? Because like nah. these guys they must have made up. them as a response. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they say in the beginning. That's what like they're like, Oh, we got the mech suits now, boys. You don't need any training, you can just you can just go. You need a little bit of training. But like <laughs> What I mean, do you? Because Tom Cruise like picks it up after like two days, maybe. He's like, at least I know how to fire this thing now. Well, he didn't know how to turn the safety on for the first like half a day. I I think it's very much like a if you're and also a cap- it was in Japanese for some reason as well. <laughs> <laughs> I I that is a vibe of the movie that I think is really fun though. Everyone does seem woefully underprepared. Like it was look. it was frustrating. It was like, can <laughs> someone just talk to him? Like it seems like so many issues they're like, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, person who's never been in a war before, we're gonna <laughs> drop you in a war and you're gonna fight for us. Well, we don't need to tell you how any of this works, all right? <laughs> and like even the sergeant, he says to him, make sure he's combat ready. But then they just jump to the plane and they're like, yeah. well, guess we're going. Like, uh, yeah. Ooh. And also like, what can they do? What can they do to make him combat ready? Like they have that training thing where like there's like mechanical, I guess, versions of the alien type thing that he they trains. They go for a run but... around Heathrow Airport, Lawrence. That's what they do. <laughs> That's they true, go for yeah. a run, okay? And then they do some press-ups when one of them gets snarky. Yeah. Okay. Fa- press- uh, to be fair, I've done I've done at least one press-up in my time, and I feel like I could take... Oh, you've done your press-ups this week, have you? With your fucking... <laughs> with your app and your calories. No, Nathan, I've just been going on some walks, all right? So I've been going on some longer walks than normal and eating clean. That's what I've been doing this week. <laughs> Um, goes on forever that fucking sound effect yeah um thank you i appreciate it um i do like that like it's it's very like sprangly the alien that being uh it's very sprangly and tentacled and gross and slippery and everything else but like up close it has not a face i mean is it a face it got it's got something that looks like a mouth it's got a bit of a face some of them do yeah, but if the it feels alpha, like, like if it's moving around, faces. yeah, yeah, they do. Is that are they the blue ones? They're the blue ones yeah. that glow a bit. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I, li- I like that. Like if it was just moving around, you'd have no idea where to like effectively shoot it. Like I could be hitting its leg or something, and just I don't not. I don't think that matters. I don't think you yeah. need to worry about where you're shooting it. I think mean, you just need to shoot it. <laughs> just spray and pray, basically. Literally, yeah, that's really all you need to do. Something about this movie I do really like is the idea of like putting a known liar, or not a known liar, but like this guy's got a piece of paper that says Tom Cruise is a coward and a liar. Um, yeah. And and I like the idea of like putting a man who has to try and convince another man who thinks that that man is a traitor and a coward and a liar that like no, I'm actually living every day over and over again, and we lose this war. It's basically like trying to sell air to a man whose ego is through the roof. Like, it's very funny when he's like, I could, like, win you this war. If you listen to me, we can go in prepared and actually have a fighting chance against this. And That's like, what was frustrating nah, for me. Now that sounds bogus. <laughs> That's what was frustrating for me. Because if you see a man doing... and telling you things about yourself that you cannot explain, like, and, <laughs> and seemingly predicting literally everything before it happens, like... Maybe there's some credit. I don't know. I, it's difficult because I know I'm watching a movie where where he can actually do it. But yeah. like at the same time, like I, I hear him out, man, because it's just like, <laughs> well, that sounds dumb. No, we're gonna yeah. go to war. <laughs> at the very at the very least, it would at least grant him five minutes of my time to explain himself a bit better. Yeah. Um, well, what Brendan I... Gleeson does it. They have a scene where they go see. Uh, your favorite actor, Brendan Gleeson, and then they yes. like they get they get him to listen to them for a bit, and they, and it seemingly works. He's like, 
All right, mm. sure. Here's this device you need. But then they get out of their build, and then he's like, "Ha, trick, kill him." <laughs> get these boys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah, no, it is. It is a fucking. It, it's hard to say because, like you say, you, we know that we're watching a movie, but like. If this happened to me in real life, I'd like to think I'd hear him out. But in reality, if someone said, I can rewind time or something, I'd be like, that's just not true, though, is it? Well, like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. If someone yeah. came to me and said, I'm living the same day over and over again, I'd be like, all right, cool. See you later, mate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's nice no one. part of me which is going to believe, even if he like did predict everything. Well, I don't know. I... If, he, if he predicted stuff, like if he predicted some weird shit, like the number of. <sighs> Well, no, firstly, because magicians do that shit all the time. So I'd be like, oh, they're doing a magician thing that I don't but know. But, like, uh, yeah, but then to a, like, uncontrollable level, like... Yeah. Cars in the street and everything like this, and, you know... Yeah. Like, it- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I don't know. I don't know either. It's, it's hard to say, but I... I would probably be just as skeptical as them, but they they trust him in the end, I guess. When he when he when they actually do give him the time to explain it to them, I guess they do believe him and go with him. No, they don't. They never believe yeah, him. They do. They go along with him. They're like, I thought you guys could oh, the see squ- the future the, or yeah, something. The, the squad yeah. do not not like the higher ups or anything though. Oh no, yeah, but that's not... that's just a comment on like I guess yeah. the like American industrial complex, right? It's just the case of like Brendan Gleeson's Irish. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. And Brandon Gleeson's my favourite actor. Exactly. Um, you love him in that bad movie, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right. So, like, w- w- if you had this, if, if this was you, all right, if you were thrown into this situation, if you suddenly found yourself in a Grand Talk Day, you're waking up on these bags over and over again, would you be so committed to trying to stop the end of the world? Or would you be like, I'm just going to fuck around for a few days or whatever? Oh, see, I don't know. I definitely would take off days. I feel like Tom yeah. Cruise takes no off days. Yeah. If well, he does me, that like, one oh. time. He goes to a pub that one time. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to war. I'm going to go to a pub. And then he gets killed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. He, I think that's what changes it, isn't it? Because like, I would have off days, but the, he sees that this war comes to London, right? There's nowhere he can outrun yeah. these aliens. So I guess if he doesn't stop it. Uh, I don't think he's trying to necessarily. I think it's mm. just like... Well, I'm going to wake up there again, so I might as well just spend some time chilling out while I can. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Have I do some insane shit. Like, I just I just run around the airport naked or something. Just being like, <laughs> nothing you boys can do about it. It doesn't matter. There's, there's literally no consequences to any of this. So, like, yeah. fuck it, you know? I do. I, yeah, I, I definitely would fuck around a little bit more. Um, Here's I, I do like. Hit, sorry, go on. Huh? I'm say, no, I just I, I I was gonna say I do like how like uh how blase Emily Blunt's character becomes about it. She's like training <laughs> this him is what like, I was breaks gonna... his leg. She's like, I'll just shoot you in the fucking head. Start again. She just puts him down like a horse. Just like every time. <laughs> Which is I always wonder like, what happens after that? What happens? I, in that I think time? the same like, thing, yeah. Because <laughs> like they're not alone. They're in like a training facility with like other soldiers who they don't really know what they're doing. What happens after that once Tom Cruise has just been shot in the face by her and they all go like What the fuck? Just Yeah. Should we arrest her? Like what happens? I I like that the in, in Palm Springs they acknowledge that in the gra- like is life still going on outside of this time bubble situation yeah. that they're in? Has everyone else moved on? Um, That's never really addressed here. I guess it's kind of yeah. just like, 
I don't know, it dissolves, I guess. I don't think yeah. it's like a, a branch timeline sort of thing. Like, these are all going on. I think it's just a... Well, we don't need to worry about that now. Yeah, and I, I also think, like, in terms of the universe of it all i think that every single thing just stops there and then i think the world quite mm. literally and it's crazy that this is the tom cruise movie you like because i think in this movie <laughs> the world literally does revolve around that one man but only because of the alien goo or whatever the alien come yeah the alien oh but then emily blunt had the alien goo as well exactly yeah she yes. says, look, I had the alien cunt, but then it's going to get taken out of me in a way that's definitely going to happen to you because I'm mentioning it right now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you've done, <laughs> she says. <laughs> I do like that they took it out of him, though, because it like, if he went yeah, into I that final to. battle, yeah, with just, I'm immortal, it'd be like, oh, yeah, well, it, we've got a hundred goes at this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it really, like, it, it, it gave us, like, the fun training montage, and, yeah, you can die over and over again, and there's really no consequences to it. You're just like... If anything, it's good because you learn more and more each time and everything like that. So, like, yeah. yeah, it's great. But then it, like, it took away that ability. So, like, now there is actual consequences. Now there's the stakes are a lot higher. Like, we have one shot at this to get to uh, the Louvre and destroy the, the whatever it is. So, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a good sense of um, tension and drama, really. Yeah. I, um, this, this is fun. Uh, this sentence gave me a headache when I wrote it. Um, there is a, I think that on that third act, um, and in like in relationship with the rest of the movie up until that point, there is a fun disconnect between what Tom Cruise survives when he can't die <laughs> versus how easily Tom Cruise can die when he can survive it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a, a car, I know a car running over <coughs> most people would kill them, but like it's a movie mm. and and when Tom Cruise just gets KO'd from that, but then like at the end when he's very much mortal again, there's explosions going off behind him. He's crashing fucking helicopter things. He's getting blown up, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, we've had worse days than this." And I'm like, "Yeah, and you've died from it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. He it is very. He fun. did. He did get run over by a truck one time whilst he was just like doing some press ups. I like that he just timed that. I thought his yeah. plan was to die and then to like reboot himself and be like right i know what i need to do but it turns out he just fucked up his role yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. Just died. he just fully fucked it up and then bill paxton was like oh shit okay you know that that reminds me when it's funny that you say a, like a video game type thing because yeah. like you know when you save a game before a cutscene that's unskippable and really long not me because i know how autosave works but all right <laughs> right but like if a game if a game spawn point is like at the start of a walking mission <laughs> and what? you're like oh my god you know like sometimes in games it forces you to slow down and like walk with the other character while they tell you a story or something all right okay yeah yeah like if it, it feels like that it's like whenever you die then you spawn back and bill paxton's telling you the same thing i feel like the amount of times tom cruise is like fuck's sake i didn't mean to die this time yeah yeah that's like exactly that's exactly what i said earlier i don't know how he didn't just shoot himself every time <laughs> Do you like the scene? Well, this is kind of what I was getting at earlier as well. The um, how the it, the movie does get to a point where Tom Cruise definitely knows more than we do, um, and the movie leads us to believe that maybe this is the first time that something has happened, but then that's not the case. Um, I do, yeah, I do like that. There's a moment like where we we find out that our oh, Tom Cruise has actually done this quite a few times, and like where he's a lot farther on than we actually thought he was. And the yeah. way that it's like slowly revealed and the way like Emily Blunt like realizes that's all quite clever. Yeah, I did enjoy that quite a bit. Mm. Yeah, I, I did too. I was nervous that that was going to be the movie's point of like, <clears throat> she has to die. And I was like, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> I don't think she yeah. has to die. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I do like that. It just got to the point where he was like sick of watching her die. Um, mm. And then he was like, I'd much rather we just sat here and just chatted for a bit um yeah but yeah it's the he i think he has this nice line about how like i wish i didn't know you and she yeah. barely knows him she, for every single time she meets this man it's she's known him for a day um yeah it's true then, it's true i guess i guess he's pretty lucky in that like she's she knows what this is because mm. like she's been through it too so like he doesn't have to spend like i don't know like an hour each time trying to convince her everything it's not like a 51st date scenario where Adam Sandler 
uh, harasses a woman endlessly <laughs> until she falls in love with him. He and harasses like... a woman with short-term memory loss until <laughs> she's like, "All right, I love you." Okay. And he made, makes like little, um, what, like little diaries every. He makes every... little videos and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, uh, yeah. <laughs> and she just takes that at face value every time. She's like, I presume this is correct. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> After all. What other man would make a random video explaining this? Exactly. <laughs> it makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, she, he is very lucky that she's had this before and it's not just like she he's not just thrown in with like imagine if this the other guy was Bill Paxton and every single mm. time that he spawned he had to just run over to Bill Paxton and be like, "Please, I can't waste half the day doing this again. <laughs> I mm. need you to just be real and just hear me out for a second." <laughs> yeah. That would be very very frustrating. I'd um, shoot myself, honestly. <laughs> but then you just have the same problem, Nathan. That's the problem. Yeah, but... <laughs> no, I just, just wake up and I'd shoot myself. <laughs> yeah. Wake up and just shoot myself straight away. <laughs> just forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> I do... I don't know if I, like... I don't know if... This isn't a problem with the movie, necessarily, but I do think the way that they try and route the Groundhog Day scenario in, like... The aliens have the ability to rewind time if they have a threat coming. It's a little bit like it's a, it's, the, like it's the movie's way of hand waving ground. We're doing Groundhog Day, but walk. I like that. I like yeah. that. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you not think it's? Do you not think it's a little bit silly? <laughs> no. I no, don't know. It just, I, I, I think it's just they they have this ability. So like, yeah, yeah, sure. I, I just, it'd, it'd be silly if it was just like I don't know. Oh, I fell through a portal, and now I can wake up, mm. or whatever. Yeah, true. Like, yeah. There's, there's a reason for it. It's not just like it's it's out of nowhere and it is what it is. I think, like, it's just an ability they have. It's explained well enough for me to be like, sure, I buy that. That's fine. It, it definitely fits within the world. I just think, I don't know, there, there are little lines where at the beginning they're like, like when, they're, when they land, the first time they land on the beach and it's just an outright ambush. Um, and the aliens are very much there to answer their their secret infiltration on the beach, uh, and they're like they weren't even supposed to know that we're coming. I'm like, but if they've got this ability to rewind time, surely they're always steps ahead. Surely they see, always know what's happening. But no, but that well, that's kind of like how what goes on in the movie. We find out about that as the movie goes on. Like Emily Blunt explains, like these battles we fought, we never won. It's only because they allowed us to win. They yeah, want no. us to get to this point and stuff. It's it's an ability they have, but it's not like it doesn't work in the sense that like they can see everything. They can rewind time as much as they like, and there's no limits to it. It's only if someone kills an alpha and is then it's it's only if someone kills an alpha, and then because of and the alphas are quite rare, and then because of that, the omega is then able to reset. So it's like it's limited, and it's not just like. Oh, this is just a thing that happens. It's also <laughs> strategical. Like, it's yeah. like they want it to happen so they can see what's going to happen and plan for that, basically. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. You've turned me around. I forgot about that bit where Emily Blunt does say outwardly, like, yeah, this is this is their invasion. This is the way that they do things. Why do they do it yeah. like that? I can't remember. Because they're clever. Yeah. But like you said, they could just storm the entire world and be done with it, surely. Well, clearly not. Otherwise, they would have. <laughs> I mean, guess far fair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you What do you make of the fun mm. sequences where, like, like the infiltrating a room or like, I I think they they do play up a nice little maybe not physical comedy, but I like the physicality of like Tom Cruise spinning Emily Blunt around and she's like, what the fuck? Because she's never done any of it before, obviously, and he knows everything backwards to the point where he's like weaving in and out of rooms to avoid guards. I just yeah I like I like all of that and like oh that guy in the yellow armband always notices you keep your head down yeah um, I like a lot of those things it's it's pretty fun it's good when it's done well and I think it's it's done well in this movie I think like there's examples of that which I hate like um if the um all those magic movies those um now you see oh me. yeah f horrendous fucking <laughs> truly some of the worst movies ever absolutely horrendous and it's all just like 
oh, I can do Slayer Hand card tricks, so that means I can now rob a bank or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, none of it makes any fucking sense whatsoever. But they always do, like, these sequences where they're like, oh, well, fucking Jesse Eisenberg will walk through, like, a fucking restaurant and then he'll he'll quickly whip off his tie and now he's a different person. He'll take a picture of a guard and he'll quickly print out an ID and put it on himself and it's all... It's all just the most contrived, just like <laughs> none of this would ever happen in real life. It's so just bullshit and just yeah. look, we're moving quick because we're so cool at magic and all this sort of stuff. And it's yeah, ugh, horrendous movies. I hate those movies so much. But um, but but this one does it well. You think it, it does those kind of just fun, quick walking through a, a place to get somewhere. Seems quite quick. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's a good bit of fun. I think, and it because it, it's not too egregious with it. It's not like, look at me, look at how cool I am because I can do all this and everything. Yeah. You know? If, if it's very much like kind of scuttling around and like last minute remembering things and going, oh, fuck, right in here, quick, quick, quick. Um, yeah, it's trial and error. He can only do this because he's done it time and time again and has been killed literally <laughs> fucking 100,000 times trying to do it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the, a bit of the shine gets taken off when you think about that. Like, how many times has he walked through this hallway and then just got shot in the face? By <laughs> I, I want to see all the off days that didn't work. <laughs> exactly. I, I want them yeah. compiled into a movie. That's that's um, one thing I like. I do like how it kind of like it works like with the editing and stuff, and like like mm. we see them like progressively get further on throughout the day and that type of stuff, and then we'll like, but it it's not always like linear sort of thing in the sense that like we'll see them like. You know, they'll get past the beach and then they'll go to like another bit. But they could have died like a hundred and twenty-seven that was very specific, but I don't know. They could have died like a number of times between that. And we just yeah. we don't need to necessarily see it, you know? Yeah. And you, you the movie shows you just enough times to that I think where you you believe that this is not going flawlessly all the time. It's very much yeah. just an awkward shuffle to the finish line. Um mm. and, and and equal every single run has an equal chance of being the run that works and the run that is fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, which I, which I really, really quite enjoy. I th yeah, I think. And then there's, um, th that line I quite enjoy where Emily Blunt just goes to him. Uh, what do we do now? And he goes, I oh, fucking know. We never got this far. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have no idea. Let's see, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope it works. And then that like subsequently immediately, like most people die apart from Tom Cruise and Emily. Yeah. Blunt. Exactly. Um, I, yeah, I, I do like that, that he kind of leads them all in and is like, like they, they're all kind of under the assumption that this guy knows what he's doing. And when he gets there, he's like, I'll be real. I just needed the, the bodies, I guess. Like, <laughs> and I'm not really looking after you guys. I'm just, my focus is keeping Emily Blunt and me alive. So like, you guys look after yourselves, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you wanna, I want to talk about the ending a little bit. Um, <laughs> I don't. Okay, well, <laughs> well, in that case, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> No, but like, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, no, I, I like, I, I don't know. Does it, does it, does Tom, does Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt being alive at the end of it break the movie's rules? No. I can't tell if the ending like no. doesn't work or does work. Maybe I didn't understand it. It doesn't because the Omega died. The Omega was blown up. Okay. Mm. In the process of the Omega blowing up. The Alpha was also killed. And as Tom Cruise was dying, the blood from the Alpha poured onto him. So he got his ability back. He got the ability back. But the difference uh... here is there was no Omega to reset um, the timeline from their perspective. So it's only from his perspective, not their perspective. Okay. I see. So okay. like they, yeah, yeah. there's no Omega to remember. There's no hive mind to remember what they did because it was already blown up before the blood got on him. You get that? So it was kind of that perfect storm moment of if, if they had, if that Omega had died in any other way. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me it's... wrong, it's very contrived and dumb. And it's <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's very like Come on. For a man but... who starts off not knowing how to turn the safety off on his gun, <laughs> yeah. right, he, he comes very far tactically, I will say. Well, he's done it like a million times or whatever, but... Mm. No, that that, that, that makes more sense to me now, though. I get that. 
that yeah. that now makes sense. I didn't realize that the blood had gone on him and he kind of re-got those abilities, but now it won't ever happen. So I guess he's just he just got another chance. He got one more life, I guess. Um, that's pretty cool. Where did how so how come it started him earlier? He started him when he got off the helicopter this time, rather than getting kicked on the base. I think because it's twenty four hours, isn't it? It's twenty four hours from when the blood gets on you, and uh, and that and they they went to Paris like the night before the invasion, so like and it was in like the morning when he got the blood on him. So yeah, so I think that's that, why. That checks out. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm glad I got you here. Yeah, because I just th- I thought that I thought the ending. I was like, oh, I like I I'm I'm happy if everyone lives and that's mm-hmm. fine. But if it would if it was just happened to be the case of like, and we made it out, I was a bit like, oh, yeah. that sucks. But no, there's reason for it. It's not just like the the <laughs> the universe grants them life again. But yeah. But now I guess Tom Cruise just has immortality. I guess. Like, I, 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 but <laughs> does he does he have it though? Because he. Oh yeah, no, I guess he would do. Yeah, yeah, unless he gets he donates. Like ah, I guess yeah, he could just go immediately donate blood or something. But like, yeah, I would keep I it until I I'm know. like old. But but that's the thing. He could like I guess forget about it, live a whole life, marry Emily Blunt, have a couple of kids, accidentally <laughs> trip and fall down the stairs one day, and then just be, and then just wake up forty years earlier. But oh fuck. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, because it's not a, uh, it's not, uh, it's dead, isn't it? It's in Palm Springs. They they kind of reconcile it with if you fall asleep or die. Yeah. Then the day starts over. But this one, it's just death. Mm. Um. Yeah. No. In- yeah. <laughs> that would be very funny. Yeah. Just suddenly go. Oh, well, hang on. What the? F- no. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. Um. But yeah. No. I <clears throat> overall, I think I I like the movie. I think it's like it, it's good. I, I, I I'm not so sure. I was keen on. It, was it the era where a male a male lead and a woman a female lead just had to kiss? Was that the thing of of the day in twenty fourteen? I'm alright with it. This is fine. I I only thought it was weird because it it I know that like from a movie perspective we'd seen them the whole movie and they're obviously yeah warm to each other and there was obviously something there but in my mind it was like I don't know it just felt a bit like weird that like he's known her for however long he's known her for and she's known him a day and she's like i wish i got to know you more and giving him a big old kiss that felt a little bit stroking the ego of the lead man Uh, i can see why but for me it's more like uh oh we're gonna die so a little kiss why not you know yeah fair enough like yeah uh, you don't want to die kissless do you (laughs) that's true yeah wasn't both of them were kissless up until this point (laughs) no no but you like you gotta have a little smooch before you die it's traditional. True. I may as well have a little smooch before I die. That doesn't make sense. If we were in this scenario, I'd yeah. give you a little smooch before we died. I, I would reject that immediately. No, <laughs> oh, no, you're going kissless. No, I don't. I want to kiss you. I'll kiss someone. <laughs> so else. we'd both we'd both go to we'd both go to our deaths with just an awkward air in. The, I've been I've been aired from a kiss. I'm gonna kiss someone else. I don't want to kiss you. But it's only you here, Nathan. No, there's no. I'll find someone else. Okay, the big alien, the big venom alien. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, overall, I really, really liked the movie. I think it was like great. Uh, I, you. I was <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I, I normally like with Groundhog stuff. I do, I do. Like I said earlier, I kind of do prefer it to deal with more kind of broader themes, like the life in general and all of this stuff, which sounds incredibly vague. But like, yeah, I like Groundhog Day to explore. Huh? And a bit pretentious. I don't, I don't think it does. I think if you. You have a narrative framing piece that's about living the same day. It, there should be an element of what does that day mean to live it a thousand times. Oh, I know. Yeah, Nathan. Nathan loves to pull faces, right? <laughs> I think that that is a very valid point. Um, but I do like the the military spin that they put on it and how like it like it, it'd be good to take a crack at a mission a hundred times and fuck it up and then figure out where you fucked it up and then fix it tomorrow and then fuck up in a new way. And I, I think that's very fun. Um, and yeah, I do. I I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you had fun. Well done. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, Nathan, do you have a little recommendation for me today? Uh, I do, Lawrence. Why don't you tell me what that is? Uh, so at this point in the show, Nathan and I like to recommend things to each other and to you listening. Uh, it could be anything that we've done, uh, anything that we've seen, watched, experienced uh, in the past week, uh, and that is what we're going to be doing right now. Nathan, please regale me with your with your choice. 
Uh, I'm going to recommend a movie that I uh, saw on Friday. Went to the cinema. It's my local cinemaplex. I saw The Marvels. Oh, okay. How was this? Great. I, di- I had tickets to, to go see it, but then work came up and I was like, I'd rather make the money. But I do need to go and see that movie. Well, how often are you just buying tickets and then just not going? I like to, I like to kind of book them because I've got unlimited, haven't I? So if I cancel it, it's not a big deal. It, literally, I oh, spend no money. Okay, yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. Fair enough. I forget about your cinema card. Um, yeah, no, I, I went to see it Friday. It was a, um, a good fun time, to be honest. I wasn't expecting a whole lot just because I've been kind of down on them. A lot of Marvel stuff recently, yeah. um, and just a lot of superhero stuff in general. Um, but it was genuinely great. I had a really good time. It was really refreshing. It was quite breezy. Um, I think the cast is great. Brie Larson uh, uh, and Marvelani was especially uh, just incredible. I love her so much. She's absolutely great as Kamala. Um, yeah. And yeah, I had a good time with it. I recommend people go see it if they haven't already. Is it like as an entry point, like if if someone has been kind of not with the MCU for a little bit, like I have no idea where Nick Fury is. I didn't watch Secret Invasion. Is that going to be a problem? See, no, <laughs> the Secret Invasion might as well have not happened because okay. like, it's just <laughs> just not referenced, brought up. Nothing is <laughs> is touched upon. Yeah, I, I would say you don't even need to have seen Miss Marvel or uh, One Division with. Um, okay. Because like everything that happens, it's it's all briefly touched upon and everything's explained. There's you you can easily just watch this movie. I, I, okay. To be, I would say probably watch Captain Marvel beforehand. But yeah. I mean, even then, you don't really need to. There's nothing that's like you're, you're not missing anything really. You can totally just go into this blind if you want. It's just like a fun slice of the MCU, I guess. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nathan, my recommendation is also a movie. Well, tell me about it then. <laughs> uh it's a movie it's called past lives um i've wanted oh, to see it for so a sick. while no right why why that reaction because you don't shut up about this movie i've mentioned it like three times that's not showing up i think i've been subdued um no i i, I really liked it it's a movie i've wanted to, it came out earlier this year and it's been like hard to see i couldn't get to see it it was available in a cinema for like a day and i couldn't get to see it and then I had to wait for it to come on streaming. And even then I had to rent it, which is irritating. But yeah, it, it's called Past Lives. It's a nice movie. It's it's basically, uh, I, without spoiling it, it's a story of um, uh, a young Korean boy and a young Korean girl live in Korea. Uh, and they obviously have some some sort of childhood love blossoming until the, uh, the girl uh, migrates uh, mm. to the US, to New York. And then the movie kind of deals with how their lives intertwine from there as they grow up and become adults and, you know, how that all unfolds. Um, it's a really, really good movie. It's it's quite quick. I think it's like an hour and 40 or something. And it's, it's, it's genuinely like a really interesting depiction of like love in the real world. And also like it's quite fun. It's, it's quite honest. It's very understated. And it's also a directorial debut from uh, a well, a new director, She's, I'd imagine she's done smaller stuff, but Celine Song, who is, this has said that this movie is kind of about, like, elements of this movie has kind of been taken directly and lifted from stuff that's happened to her in her life. And it's very cool, it's a good movie, and it costs $12 million to make, which is still sounds like a lot of money, but in movie making, that's next to nothing. Um, and yeah, I think it's 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 a good movie that people should see, and I think... It would. It's a shame it didn't get pushed further out, because um, of the nature of just what it is. It's some of it is in subtitles, and it's made by um, a first-time director who hasn't got a proven track record yet. But yeah, very good movie. Should watch. Good time. Well, actually, no, not a good time. Great. Surprisingly heartbreaking at some points. Time, but overall a good film. <laughs> Sounds fun. It's not. It doesn't have to be fun. It's it's still enjoyable. So after I watched it, I was like, "That's a good movie to sit on and have a little think about." All right. Cool. Indeed. 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 Uh, and yes, that is what we do when we do the recommendations. Nathan, did you know that next week we're going to be doing this? We want to do a science fiction series. C.S. Lewis meets H.G. Wells meets Father Christmas. That's the Doctor. Doctor who? Hmm? Action. 
Wahoo. Wahoo. Um, Nathan, it's not Mario. Um, thank you very, very much for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, then please feel free to leave a little review. Uh, you can go to your podcast platform of choice. Leave us a little five-star review. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, you can also give us a little follow on Twitter. We are at Another Happy Pod. Uh, you can follow us there for any updates as well as sending us your thoughts. Uh, you can also suggest a topic in our pinned tweet. There's a link uh, so you can go there and have your say. Maybe we'll talk about it. No promises. But yeah, we occasionally check them. And if something sticks out to us that we want to see, we will we will have a little chat about it. Nathan, I heard a rumour that we have another podcast. We certainly do, Lawrence. It's called Still Got Legs. It's our Doctor Who podcast where every week we watch and discuss an episode of Doctor Who. Come along and join us for the journey. We're currently making our way through Series 4 and we're having a bloody good time doing it. It's Still Got Legs, available on all podcast platforms. Hell yeah. Uh, that is everything from us. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you next week. Love you lots. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.